I want to thank you for tuning in to our podcast. It's a blessing each and every week to come into your homes and to your cars and give you a word from God. I ask if this message has blessed you, please feel free to contact us and know, let us know how this service uh, that you are hearing uh, has blessed you and your family. Until we meet again, God bless you. If you will turn with me to Lamentations, the third chapter. Won't be before you long. Lamentations, the third chapter. I want to start reading from the 55th verse. For the sake of brevity, I want to just pin in and amen on one verse. When you have it, will you do so by standing? Let me know that you are in agreement with the scripture. <clears throat> Reading from the NIV rendering, it reads as such. I called on your name, O Lord, from the depths of the pit. I called on your name, O Lord, from the depths of the pit. You may be seated in the presence of our Lord and Savior Jesus the Christ. I want to preach from this thought for about 15 to 20 minutes. Actions in the pit. Actions in the pit. Brothers and sisters, in order for us to really understand this text, we must understand that the book of Lamentations' root word is lament. And for those that know a little bit about the um, American lexicon, uh, we know that uh, lamenting means to be sorrowful or grieved. As we look here, Sister Ina, we see that Lamentations is a book where it seems like the writer is doing nothing but complaining. Uh, it's very rare that I hear a preacher preach about Lamentations because they say it's hard to find the good news in the book of Lamentations. Four chapters. Four chapters, uh, some uh, scholars uh, say that Jeremiah uh, wrote this book. Uh, others say some other writer that was in the tribe uh, 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 of Jerusalem and, and, and amongst the tribe had something to do with writing this. But if you read the Bible through and through, you will see that the writer is trying to get us to see that he's in a bad season in his life. And if you just come a little closer to me, I'll tell you why. 
Bab- the Babylonian army has just captive uh, uh, the tribe of Jerusalem. And they are in a spot in their life where they feel like the enemy is all around them. They can't do anything, Sister Paul, though. The enemy has them by the neck. And I don't know, Brother Jerry, if I have anybody in here with me sister Tanya that was saved there was a time in my life that I felt that the enemy had me by my neck and uh, I wrote the 67th book of the Bible with my complaints God why do I have to go through what I go through why do friends turn to enemies? Why do I have to suffer with, maybe y'all ain't never been through that, but just recently I've had to go through that. And I asked the Lord, why must I go through it? And I want to tell you, brothers and sisters, a lot of us have been living in a pit so long that we don't know what sunshine looks like. Some of us have been down so long that getting up has never crossed your mind. But I want to tell you something, Sister Perry, you can get up again. Will y'all help me preach this because y'all acting like the rain is pouring in here. Tell somebody you can get up again. Oh, you can get up again. I don't care what pit you are in. That pit has a hole in it. And if you look up Long enough, you'll see the light shining in that pit. And I just want to ask somebody, have you ever been in a pit? Why y'all won't be real with me? Have you ever been in a pit in your life? Am I talking to anybody in here? Where everything seemed so dark around you. Where you was all alone. Couldn't talk to mama because mama wouldn't understand. Couldn't talk to my friends because my friends would look at me funny. And sometimes God places you, Deacon Pooler, in a pit to get you to see something. And sometimes we got to get by ourselves for God to do some working on us. And I found out every time God can't work on me when I'm in the sanctuary with all the members. Sometimes he'll work on me at home when I'm in the pit. Have you ever been in the pit before? Where you seem like you'll never get out of it? Oh, Jeremiah, Brother Robinson tells us that he was in a pit. Oh, but he has some action verbs for us. Are you listening? He has some action verbs for us. The first first thing I want you to see is that, that you must call. You must call. Say that with me. Say it loud and proud. Where do you see that, brother pastor? Verse 55, are you there? I, not my mama, Not Donald Trump. 
not my sister and my brother, but I call. And that's what it say. I don't have my glasses on, but I know I read my Bible, and I know that's what it says. I call. Not on my job's name. Not on my degree name. I, 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 you know, sometimes we, we, we get so stuck on stuff that we don't understand that God is trying to get us off of this, the material thing. You know, I, I looked at my degree, and my degree just looked back at me. It didn't have any answers for me. It didn't have, it didn't give me any resolutions for today. But when I called, I wish I had some witnesses up in here. When I called on the name of God, tell somebody you got to call when you're in a pit. A lot of us get in a pit and we don't want to be bought. We forget about the name of God. But I want to tell you something. God will hear you cry from the deep. Have you ever been in a valley before? And he heard you when you called them. Tell somebody, I got the call on them. And I want to ask you a question, Sister Tammy. When is the last time you really called? Oh. I talked to y'all last Sunday. Sometimes you got to fall on your face. When you talk to God, when is the last time you called, not your counselor? You, you, didn't, you didn't go to the medicine cabinet and pop some pills. And, and you didn't drink on that bottle that has your little tipsy after. But you called. I called on the Lord. All night long, and he would and tell it. I'm a wit. How many of you called? On the Lord. And sometimes you have to call them all. All night long. And the old folks would say, All night long. The angels. Watching over me. Not only must that first be the action that you take, Christian, but the first, second thing, it, we, after you call, the, the second thing that I see in this text is he heard. Say amen, Poncellos. Or whatever these nice flowers is in here. Where, where, where do you see that at, brother pastor? Verse 56. Amen. Amen. It said, Sister Obama, it said, you heard. I know this is an elementary sermon, brother Al, but somebody needs to hear it up in here. It says, you heard my plea. Maybe I'm the only one that has had to beg God. Maybe I'm the only one who had to cry in repentance to God. But sister Dot, one thing I know, he heard me. Let 
Let me tell you something. Y'all looking here and here pretty and everything. But the fact of the matter is you wouldn't be sitting where you're sitting at if God did not hear you. I'm looking at some drug I'm looking at some people that would have been on the street if God. Tell somebody, I thank God for hearing me. When I didn't always hear him, he heard me. He heard my plea. Oh, not only must you call. I said 20 minutes. How, how much longer do I have? Well, that's a good thing then. Not only, brothers and sisters, did I call. Not only, Brother Robinson, did he hear me. You know, I was always taught it don't take forever to do nothing. But Sister Paul, no. I'm going to get you out the church. <laughs> Not only did I call, not only did he hear me, now, Deacon Wright, if they don't get happy, I don't know what to tell them. Look, look at verse 57. <laughs> verse 57. Are y'all ready? You came near when I called you. Let me read that again because I, I see some people just looking at me like I got grit on my face. Can I read it again, Deacon uh, Rosier? It says 57. Matter of fact, let's all read it, all right? It's, it's on the screen. And we're going to get it in your spirit. Are y'all ready? Are y'all ready? You came. Who is you? Who is you? You can, God came near. <laughs> when I called, I, I, I got to leave y'all, but I want to tell you something. No matter how deep you are in that pit, if you call on him and he hears you, Listen, I, I, I need three witnesses and I'll make four to know that he'll come back. Won't he come by and see about you? When you need him, won't he come by to see about you? Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Oh, my brothers and sisters, I got to leave you now, but if you find yourself in a pit, in a place where it's desolate, you have to act like you're in the pit. Because one thing 
brothers and sisters, if you call on the name of Jesus, when you're in trouble, he'll come and see about you. When you're discouraged, Deacon Pooler, he knows how to lift your head. When friends don't understand what you're going through this morning, I want to tell you, you may be in the pit. But thank God Almighty that the pit does not have you. Because one thing I know for a fact, God has a way of pulling you out of that pit. And I came by here to tell somebody, you may be in the pit. This whole year may have had you down. You might have lost some loved ones. You might have lost your job. You might have a wayward child to the point where it's making you feel that you're in a pit. I want to encourage you, brothers and sisters, that God has the master plan. And he has a rope long enough to pull you out of that pit. Do I have anybody in the room this morning that know that God will pull you out of the pit? I don't care what pit you're in this morning. God will pull you out of that pit. And if you don't mind, and if you're not too sedated, and you ain't too mean, turn to somebody and tell them God will. That ain't the right neighbor. Turn to somebody and tell them God will pull you out of the pit. How do you know neighbor? Because he pulled me out of the pit. And if I got any witnesses in here, will you stand on your feet and tell God, thank you for hearing me when I cry. Thank you when I pleaded my cake. You came by. Thank you for coming by, Spirit. Thank you, God. Then he come by for you. Then he answer you by and by. Somebody's in a pit. I don't know what kind of pit you're in. I don't know how long you've been in the pit. But I got good news for you. This is your time to come out of the pit. Tell somebody this is your time. Turn to somebody and, and, and testify and tell them and prophesy to them and say, this is your time to come out the pit. You're coming out of the pit. You're coming out of the pit. You're coming out of the pit of discouragement, of peace. You can have your joy back. You can have your money back. You can have your health back. If you call on them, won't he come back? Won't he come by? Won't he come by? Won't he come by? Won't he come by and see about you? Ain't he all right? Ain't he all right? I called on him. And one thing about it, I found out when friends don't pick up the phone for me, I can call him late in the midnight hour. And I don't know about y'all, but there's many times I've had to call him. Late in the midnight hour, not because of something I've done, but because of the members. I've had to pray for you in the midnight hour, and he's came. 
And he let me know he's going to take you out of the pit. Tell somebody he's taking me out of the pit. Tell somebody he's taking me out of the pit. I've been in it too long. He's taking me out of the pit. I've been in it too long. He's taking me out of the pit. I've been in it too long. He's taking me out of the pit. Who wants to get out of the pit? That pit is nowhere nobody wants to be. That pit was designed to snatch the strength from Jerusalem. Not a literal uh, 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 pit, but they said that how it felt. It was almost like being in jail. With no handcuffs on. And a lot of us have found ourselves in pits. Malik didn't know how to get out of them. Didn't think we could get out of them. But the writer of Lamentations talked about that pit for two chapters. And in the third chapter, he had to remember. I serve a God that made my enemies and the pit they made me feel like I was in. And that's enough to tell God, thank you in him. Every eye closed. Every eye closed. I don't know who this sermon was for. But if you feel that you're the only one who has experienced some pits in your life, I want to encourage you that you're not the only one that has experienced some pits. But brothers and sisters, it's the actions you take while you're in the pit that determines if you're going to come out the pit. And I want to give you strength. I want to give you momentum that you can come out of that pit. I don't know how long you're going to be in now. But one thing I do know, when you call on the name of Jesus, he'll answer you. He may not come when you want him to. But one of the things I found out, he's right on time. I'm thankful this morning that I serve an on-time God. That when I'm ready to throw in the towel, when I'm ready to die in the pit, he tells me, here I come. I'm coming to get you out of that pit. And maybe this sermon has spoken to your spirit. And you don't want to admit it out loud, but this is your opportunity to call on God. No matter how far you are from him right now, no matter how long it's been since you called his name, I'm just crazy enough to believe if you call on him right, he'll hear you. 
And he'll answer you by and by. This is your opportunity to talk to God. And let him know what you're facing. What you're in right now. And let me tell you something. This is not the totality of your life. Things are going to get better. You're going to come out of that pit. Praying all over this building. Talk to him. Talk to him and tell him what you want to tell him.